believe it or not, according to the statistics, and the numbers don't lie, 70% of lottery winners end up broke and a third go on to declare bankruptcy. A third of lottery winners. With this new windfall of cash, lottery winners tend to spend way more than before they hit it big. And once you add in poor investment choices, they will burn through the money in next to no time. It's a sad story of from rags to riches and then back to rags again. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. No surprise here. On today's episode, we're not going to tell you to throw your money at the lottery. No, we're going to tell you something that you can actually control, and that's your knowledge. That's what we're trying to do on this podcast to teach you. So Dave's got various resources he's going to recommend that you can use to improve your financial literacy and start winning with money. So Dave, go ahead and get started. Hello, friends. Thank you once again for joining me on this podcast. And as Nate mentioned, we're going to talk to you about how to become financially literate. And I have some incredibly good books that will help you with that. As mentioned, the odds of winning the lottery are incredibly unlikely. And you might say impossible. Don't waste your time on it. Seriously, don't. There's a better way and it's not via the lottery. Actually, getting rich isn't out of reach for the average person. In the book, The Millionaire Next Door, they say 80% of millionaires are first generation. So, just how do you do it? Well, there are many ways to be successful with money, and there are a ton of books on the subject. Each one has its own spin on money, and I found if you take just one thing out of each book, it will change your life. I have read many books on finance and and other subjects, travel and whatever. And if you just pull one thing out of a book, it's worth the read, guaranteed. So here are a few financial books that may be of interest to you. The first one I am going to share is called Rich Dad or Dad. I am guessing if you have started looking into finance at all, you've heard of this book. It's very well received, very, very popular. It's written by Robert Kiyosaki. And what the basics of the book is, he shows you the difference between a wealthy man and a poor man and the decisions that define each one of them. It's a very good read to start you to think differently about money. And when I read it, it was basically his story. And if I remember correctly now, he had his his, uh, poor dad, which is his uh, birth dad, and then his rich dad, which I believe was his uncle. And it's been many years since I read it. But he learned how to be successful in finance from that other person, the rich dad. It was really a good read. Yeah. So the main premise of the book is what are the main difference between the rich dad and the poor dad and how can you be more like the rich dad, right? That's right. Yeah. Just learning behaviors of why some people succeed with money and some just don't. And it's a good read. The next one that's excellent that I read uh, years ago as well, it's called The Millionaire Next Door. And this book, works to find a common denominator among wealthy people. Here's some of what they do. This is what the rich people do. 
The rich people budget. Dave Ramsey talks a lot about budgeting. They live below their means. And here's one that I thought was interesting is, they let their children earn their own success independently. So these millionaires next door, which also tend to be very low-key as a rule, they're not these high-flying big shots wearing the fancy suits and flying everywhere. They drive uh, used cars, and they're not flashy with their clothes, but they're very conservative financially and live below their means, as I mentioned. But what I thought was interesting is they let their children be successful independently. And uh, that's a good thing to consider. Because if you do become successful financially, you probably want to give money to your kids, right? Well, they found that that's not the best solution. All right, the next book that I'm going to talk to you about is called The Intelligent Investor. This is actually an old book. By old, I mean, you know, 80 to 100 years ago, I think. It's old. It's the best book that has ever been written on investing, according to Warren Buffett. Now, if you know Warren Buffett, he is called the Oracle of Omaha. He is a multi-billionaire, a person that many people look up to as a genius in regard to investing. And he learned his chops by reading The Intelligent Investor. It will give you the fundamentals of what they call value investing. The author is Benjamin Graham, and he takes you through two different approaches to investing with an emphasis on the stock market. The main emphasis is that you should conduct deep and thorough research on an investment before you invest, and this will translate into excellent results. So contrasting that to, you know, at the gym today and your buddy says, hey, Dave, I got this really good tip on the next stock to buy. Or the latest crypto. That's right. And that is not the best way to spend your money on investments. What the intelligent investor will teach you is how to thoroughly do your research before you buy that first stock or second stock or 20th stock or buy that first rental or their 20th rental. And one thing I'd actually like to clarify here is is what I can tell from these first three books and, and all of your recommendations. It's not about getting rich quickly. That's right. It's about getting rich slowly. Yep. And so if you're looking for that, get rich quick, you know, invest in this stock, it's about to take off. That's not what we'll ever recommend. We're going to recommend the slow, proven, trodden path, and that is to get rich slowly. So again, all these books hit on those points. And that's, you know, really just, again, the opposite of what a lottery winner thinks. They think they're going to hit it rich, and all of a sudden their worries are gone. Well, trust me, that is not the way to do it. The next book that I'm going to talk about is One Up on Wall Street. This has been out about 30 years now, and a money manager from Fidelity wrote this, and his name is Peter Lynch. He is the author who tried to communicate to the common man. He encourages the readers to concentrate on what they know instead of chasing what's hot right now in the stock market, just like I mentioned with the other book. What's so interesting about this book is that it teaches the average person to look around them and capitalize on what they see and know right where they live, so to speak. So for example, if you live in, I'll give you an example, New England, you look around and there are Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. But if you grew up in Seattle, there is Starbucks everywhere. So take that one more step. If you're in a market, let's say you moved into Los Angeles and you see a particular restaurant that's just packed. 
that's really taken off. And all of a sudden, you see them starting to grow, and there's more and more. Well, that's where you want to start thinking critically and think, wow, is this the latest? Is this the next best thing? Maybe I should put a little bit of money into that. So that's what he talks about. Invest in things you know about, as opposed to, like Nate said, cryptocurrency. You know, if you know about it, you feel comfortable with it, you've got some extra cash, maybe you could do that. Yeah, I think a good point to that is only invest in what you know. And if you don't have an advantage, if you're not a stockbroker or you have inside information, don't invest in something you don't understand. That's right. The next one is another book that's been around uh, way back in the 20s. As a matter of fact, this was written. It's called Think and Grow Rich. It's one of those timeless books that everybody should read in regard to finance. This book describes principles that never change for personal growth and principles of success for every aspect of life. Get this. It was written after the Great Depression of 1929 and is the end product of two decades of research conducted by Napoleon Hill. He's the author. Interestingly, the author was a low-paid writer and was hired by Andrew Carnegie, who was the richest man on earth at the time. So he interviewed many hugely successful men who changed the world as we know it. Hill interviewed over 500 successful people, including Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, Alexander Graham Bell, John D. Rockefeller, William Wrigley, the gum guy, and Charles Schwab, just to name a few. So far, over 15 million books have been sold, and these lessons are still valid today. It's a really good book. It's an easy read, and I would encourage you to read that book. Yeah, this one I know is a classic. I've read this one, and I think one of the great things about it is it really hits on the mindset mm -hmm. of success. Yep. And you know, you have to see yourself being successful, and you see yourself being rich in order to get there. Yep. And that's what I'm trying to talk about in these podcasts is to think differently. And in this case, think differently about money. How do you think about money? Basically, my whole premise of this podcast series is to start thinking differently about money, change your behavior, and win with money. All right, the last book I'm going to talk about today is called The Little Book of Common Sense Investing. It's kind of a wordy title, but it is a really good book because of primarily who the author is. This book is a favorite book for billionaires. The author is John Bogle, and he teaches investors how to follow their investments to ensure that they yield returns. He teaches investors the significance of diversifying their portfolio and investing for the long term. Really important advice. What makes this book significant is, again, the author. And Bogle is known for creating two things. The first thing that he's known for is creating the Vanguard Group, which is a very well-known, one of the best brokerage firms. And he created the first index fund. So if you're serious about winning with money, may I suggest you go to the library and pick up a couple of these books that sound most interesting to you. Yeah, great advice, great books. Just start with the one that interests you most. I'm going to repeat them again. And another point I'd like to add is if you don't have time to read a book or you say you don't have five, 10 minutes a day to read, I'm sure you have a commute. I'm sure you drive. You can always pick up an audiobook, And in some cases, not even spend money on the audiobook. I use a, an app called Libby to get free audiobooks directly on my phone. They just download automatically under Wi-Fi. So 
take advantage of the library if you don't want to spend that five, 10 bucks as well. But I think one could argue that you couldn't spend your money better than these 10, 15, $20 that you'd spend on one of these books. Yep. So again, the six books are Rich Dad, Poor Dad from Robert Kiyosaki, The Millionaire Next Door, The Intelligent Investor, One Up on Wall Street, Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill, and lastly, The Little Book of Common Sense Investing. So lots of practical books today that you can check out. Again, just start with one or two and get started reading. Dave, what are the three points that we want to emphasize today? All right. I'd like to end our podcast with three points to emphasize, as Nate said. And here is the first one. You guessed it. Betting on the lottery is a losing game. Do it at your peril. I know I'm not going to convince some of you to stop putting your money in the lottery, but I'm telling you, it is a loser's game. The second one is reading books on money is a great way to improve your financial education. And lastly, take action and read more on the subject of money. The most important thing you can do right now financially is to educate yourself. If you're a beginning investor, like I believe most of you are that are listening to this podcast, educating yourself can be the best investment you'll ever make. Yeah, one thing I actually like to to add to your, your first point there. How many of those people, when you go to the casino or you see people in the lottery, they're all these older people or a lot of these are these older people. And sometimes I think, what are you going to do with all that money even if you do win? You only got like five, 10 years of life left. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but good point. But yeah. And they, I'll tell you one thing about the lottery people. When you walk through those casinos, for the most part, they do not look happy. They are sad, sad people. Yep. I'm sorry. It's a loser's game. But yeah, I think, again, one of the things we're doing with this podcast, we want you to be educated. We want you to be financial literate and we want you to be in charge of your money. So get one of these six books. But we want you to take action. All right. As you should know by now, if you've been listening to my podcast, I advocate for change from being a spender to a saver. As you'll see in these books, they all have an element of savings as a part or percentage of your earnings. One thing savings does is protects you from financial problems that will come into your life. Second, saving regularly will allow you to invest in the stock market or real estate. These are two things that over time go up in value. And the last thing I want you to learn today is I want to encourage you to consider reading a book or two on finance as it will rapidly increase your financial understanding. Okay, on the next podcast, we are going to discuss three things that you may not have thought of if you retire early. Yep, three things you probably haven't thought of. Yes, there could be some downsides to an early retirement. Come take a listen and continue your financial journey and educate yourself in everything to do with money. Dave, go ahead and end with today's scripture verse. Today's scripture is from Proverbs, which is in the Old Testament. And it's Proverbs 28.20. A faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. Think about that. That's a good one. A faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. Proverbs 28.20.